Hello and welcome back to Don't Look the Wrong Way with Bucket 352123. So, because this is celebrating double digits, episode 10, it I'm going to try and make it like pretty long. My goal is like an hour, maybe two hours, if I really work hard on this. But um I'm thinking about maybe featuring featuring my friend in this one. Um, Ravenger248. You can go check out his podcast. He doesn't have very much on it. I think he only has two episodes on his podcast. Um, Ravenger248's podcast here on Spotify. Um, he also has a YouTube channel, um, Blink Slate, and it's got like a dash and then two capitalized. Um, like, basically, like Blink Slate, Blink Slate, too. And then he's also got a Twitter. Um, I'll check that out. I'll put that in the uh, the outro at the end of the episode. But, anyways, let's get started. Um, I hope you enjoy this extra special episode. Alright, let's get started into this first topic. If you want to boycott Anheuser-Busch over Dylan Mulvaney... Add these brands to your no-buy list. It might be an understatement to say that Bud Light and its parent company, Anheuser-Busch, stirred up quite a bit of controversy when transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney showed off a can of the light beer with his face on it. Um, April 1st, a few days later, Bud Light confirmed that it had indeed signed a brand partnership deal with Mulvaney in an effort to authentically connect with their audiences. Well, it kind of seems like they probably lost a lot of their audience. Bud Light tried to excuse the partnership as just one of dozens it maintains with influencers around the world and noted that the Mulvaney-themed can was not for sale to the general public. But the dam had already broken. A beer that was once widely regarded as an affordable blue-collar American beverage became abhorrent almost instantly among conservatives. Kid Rock posted a video of himself blasting both verbally and literally the brand and its product. Country Country music star John Rich removed Bud Light from his bar in Nashville, while Travis, Travis Tritt banned the beer from his hospitality rider for his current tour. Riley Green changed the lyrics of one of his hit songs to eliminate a reference to Bud Light during a live performance. And Brantley Gilbert slammed a can of the beer on stage during a concert. Anna Hauser-Busch's market value took a steep tumble in the days after the controversy erupted, and a wider boycott boycott movement seems to have gained steam as bar patrons. The owner of a restaurant chain in Florida, Gill's Seafood Deck and Tiki Bar, has already announced that it will remove Budweiser products from his establishments. So, basically, just don't promote um, transgenderism. 
just don't promote it because this is this is gonna happen to you. Even if you're a pretty big company, like Bud Light, if you promote it, everything's just gonna go downhill. Anheuser Busch's CEO Brendan Whitworth finally broke his silence on the contentious issue on April 14th. Whitworth assured customers that we never intended to be a part of a discussion that divides people in that we are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. Whitworth added that he spends a lot of time listening to and learning from our customers, distributors, and others. No hint of Dylan Mulvaney. Transgenderism or an apology to, offend, to offended customers could be found in the statement. To top it all off, two Anheuser-Busch executives have been placed on leave because of the backlash. Alyssa Heinerscheid, the vice president of marketing at Bud Light, who once said in an interview that the brand needed to update its out-of-touch and fratty image, took a leave of absence, and will be replaced by Budweiser Global Marketing VP Todd Allen. Then, on Sunday, Heinerscheid's boss, Daniel Blake, was also placed on leave. Countless conservatives have sworn that they will never buy Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch products as long as they support transgender ideology. Few, if any, will be swearing off beer forever, so they'll most likely look for an alternative brand. But here's the rub. There's a good chance that the beer they'll switch to is also owned by Anheuser-Busch's parent company. Anheuser-Busch, headquartered in St. Louis, Missouri, is actually a wholly owned subsidiary of a few Belgian multinational company called AB InBev, headquartered in Leuven, Belgium. AB InBev owns over 600 beer brands around the world, and many customers will be maybe unaware that the beer they are purchasing to replace Anheuser-Busch products may also be owned by AB InBev, practically negating an attempt at a boycott. Aside from the most famous Anheuser-Busch products, namely Budweiser and Bud Light, the company also makes popular brands like Bush, Bush Light, Natural Light, uh, Michela, Michelob, um, Ultra, Shock Top, Rolling Rock, and Landshark. In fact, AB InBev produces six of the ten best-selling beers in the United States, according to Newsweek. InBev also produces a number of international beer brands, including Hogarden. I, I think that's how you say that. Stella, Artois, and Lef, or Lefe. It also owns three popular Mexican beer brands, Cor Cor Corona, yeah, Corona, um, Modelo, and Pacifico. Corona and um, Modelo, Modelo, Modelo are also among the top ten best-selling beer brands in the country, but U.S. Distribu distribution, distribution, yeah, rights were given 
to Chicago-based Constellation Brands after a Department of Justice antitrust lawsuit in 2013. Anheuser-Busch's PR nightmare may give competitors the opportunity to dethrone the king of beers. The largest rival to AB InBev in the American beer market is Molson Coors, a Canadian-American company that is best known for the Miller and Coors brands of beer. Its flagship brands, Coors Light and Miller Light, are the only non-AB InBev beer brands in the top 10 best-selling beers list, according to Newsweek. Other well-known brands owned by the company include Blue Moon and Keystone. Alright, more Bud Light in this one. Anheuser-Busch places another top marketing executive on leave after Bud Light transgender controversy. Anheuser-Busch has placed another top marketing executive on leave after one of its top brands, Bud Light, ignited controversy over its decision to partner with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney for a paid marketing engagement. The Wall Street Journal reported that Daniel Blake, who is in charge of marketing for Anheuser-Busch's mainstream brands, has been placed on leave over the incident. Blake is the boss of Bud Light Vice President of Marketing, Alyssa Heinerscheid, who was also placed on leave last week. Given the circumstances, Alyssa has decided to take a leave of absence, which we support, in, in Anheuser-Busch spokeswoman said in an email. Daniel has also decided to take a leave of absence. The report said that sources familiar with the matter indicated that their decision was to take a leave of absence. That their decision to take a leave of absence was not voluntarily. Voluntary. The report said that Anheuser Busch is making internal adjustments within its marketing department to ensure that senior staff are fully connected to decisions about brand activities. These steps will help us maintain focus on the things we do best, brewing great beer for all consumers while also making a positive impact in our communities and on our country, the company said. After the controversy erupted with Mulvaney, videos surfaced of remarks that Heinerscheid made during a recent podcast in which she championed inclusivity, inclusivity, something like that, in trying to change Bud Light's brand. I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink um, this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. Heinerscheid said during the podcast. She said she had a super clear mandate to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. Heinerscheid said she aimed to incorporate inclusivity, which means shifting the tone, or it means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women, women and to men. Representation is sort of at the heart of evolution. You have you've got to see the people who reflect you in the work. The marketing executive continued 
we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light has been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor. And it was really important that we had another approach. Well, that's it for this section. All right. Hello, so here's a little short intermission, might be a minute or two long, maybe maybe a little bit longer than that. But so next up we are going to talk about a little bit about Tucker Carlson. I'll talk just a little bit, just as like a little bit of a summary and then we'll get to the articles in the next section. Um, just a little bit. So but first, um, my friend's Twitter account. I said um, that I would tell you what it was at the end um, of the episode, but I decided just to do it now. Um, so his Twitter account is Luke Young YT. The Y and the T are both capital and the whole thing is one word, no spaces. Go follow him on Twitter. Go give him support. And then you can subscribe to his YouTube channel and follow all of his other social medias and stuff like that. Um, so Tucker Carlson, his last show was this past, past Friday. A Friday before this last Friday. So he said that he thinks that um, Dominion, the voting machines that was used for the Biden and the Trump election, was um, hacked. So Fox News got into a lot of trouble because of that, and they had to fire him, or or he quit. But I think he was I think he was fired. Um, so they were sued for a billion dollars. So they decided that they were just going to agree that they were wrong and try and settle for a cheaper amount, which was like a hundred something million dollars, which is almost a billion. But it was it was basically it was the best that they could do. So I'm going to talk about more about Tucker Carlson in this next section. Um, here we go. Tucker Carlson was um, probably the most important news reporter at Fox News, but unfortunately, they had to fire him. So what he did was he made a report about how he thought that Dominion the voting machines used for the um, 2020 election were hacked so that um, President Biden could win the election. Maybe he was right, maybe he was wrong, but Dominion decided to sue Fox News lots and lots of money, millions and millions. Somewhere somewhere around $800 million. And that's, that's a lot of money. Fox News is still okay though. They're probably, they still have enough to keep going. But that is a lot of money. So, Dominion got a lot of money out of the deal. 100%. But, Tucker Carlson was fired this Tuesday. Um. He was either fired or he quit. 
anyways, I don't really have very much information. I might get more information later in the in this episode. Um, but I do have I do have a different um article that I would like to read. So let's get started. Alright. Everybody's favorite, Dylan Mulvaney. Um, Twitter users call for boycott of cosmetic brand over partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. Social social media users on Twitter got the hashtag um, hashtag boycott um, Maybelline. Maybe that's what it's called. Um, trending on Tuesday over the cosmetic brand's partnership with biological male transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney. Like I said, everybody loves Dylan Mulvaney. Everybody. But, I mean, a woman, like like a real woman, doesn't get to um, try any of these things. Which is just... He's not a real woman, and everybody knows that. Even he knows that. Everybody on the planet knows that. Unless you haven't heard of him. In March, Mulvaney posted a video on TikTok applying... Um, may- Ugh, sorry if I'm saying this wrong... Maybelline makeup in announcing that the social media influencer was getting glam, CBS reported. Calls to boycott the makeup company um, come following a similar campaign against Anheuser-Busch after it confirmed a partnership with Mulvaney. One account on Twitter posted, this is the latest fools to employ Dylan Mulvaney is makeup company. Get woke, go broke, which is which is wrong. Go woke and get millions of dollars. You do a partnership with Dylan Mulvaney, get millions of dollars. Cause already. Another user tweeted, "Hey, um." Maybelline, women have fought for years to get where we are. Women's rights are being taken back by these men, and you support it. Please, all of us born women, let's boycott Maybelline. Well, another posted, okay, ladies. Now, Maybelline is partnering with the de- degradation, degradation of women. Hashtag boycott Maybelline. Yeah, another user tweeted, Boycott Maybelline. Um, products, please. Um, like other woke entities, they no longer are focused on women. Color me trans, it's a no for me. On Monday, reports surfaced that Bud Light had seen sales plummet by 17% since the Mulvaney par- partnership. That doesn't seem like a lot, but that's probably thousands of people. That's probably lots of people. Country stars like John Rich, Travis Tritt, and Kid Rock made headlines when they announced they were done with the brand over the Mulvaney controversy. Rich tweeted, What what beer should my bar, um, Redneck River in Nashville, replace? Hashtag Bud Light with. Tritt went even further and announced that he would be deleting all Anheuser Bush products from my tour. Hospitality, yeah, writer, 
I know many other artists who are doing the same. Kid Rock posted a video on Twitter showing him shooting several cases of Bud Light. Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. The 52-year-old singer captioned the post. Let me say something to all of you and be as clear and concise as possible. F Bud Light and F Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. Amazing. On Friday, the Bud Light executive behind the decision to partner with Mulvaney reportedly took a leave of absence. Alyssa Heinerscheid, vice president of marketing at Bud Light, will be replaced by Budweiser Global Marketing VP Todd Allen. Parent company Anheuser-Busch and Bev told Ad Age. Um, then on Monday, Daniel Blake, a top marketing executive for the company's mainstream brands, was placed on leave over the incident. Hello, and time for another quick intermission. This one's going to be way shorter. Um, I'm just thinking about making a YouTube channel, which is just going to be the same thing. It's going to have the same name as this podcast. It's just going to, it's all going to have the same recordings. Hopefully I can get that to work. But anyways, back into this next part of the podcast. Retirement is going great so far. Tucker Carlson says, um, trying to laugh off reporters who interrupt his dinner date. Ousted Fox News host Tucker Carlson was all smiles when reporters caught up with him on Tuesday evening in Florida. According to a report published by the Daily Mail, Carlson appeared absolutely unbothered by the fact that his abrupt exit after consistently dominating cable news ratings with his prime time show was still driving headlines as people speculated about the possible reasons for his departure and what he would do next. The only future plans Carlson would admit to on Tuesday involved his imminent dinner, which he said would include appetizers plus entree and marked the first weeknight dinner date since the beginning of a successful show's run at Fox with Susan, his wife of more than three decades. I haven't eaten dinner with my wife on a weeknight in seven years, Carlson said with a smile, adding, retirement is going great so far. The news that Carlson had been let go by Fox News blindsided everyone on Monday morning, including apparently Carlson himself. The Tucker Carlson Tonight host had signed off on Friday after a segment featuring a pizza delivery driver who has, who had stopped a carjacking suspect with the promise that he would be back on Monday. But according to a report from the Wall Street Journal, Fox News CEO Suzanne Scott and Fox Corp Chief Executive um, uh, Lachlan Murdoch, had made the decision to let Carlson go as early as Friday evening, but the popular host was not informed of that decision until just 10 minutes before the news went public. The network went live with Fox News Tonight on Monday, hosted by regular Fox and Friends anchor Brian Kilmeade, but no reports have begun to circulate regarding what the 8 p.m., EST time slot will look like going forward. I hope you enjoyed um, this week's episode.
um, please go answer the Q&A so that I can know um, what to talk about or what I or what you want me to talk about in the next episode for next week. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Um, remember, don't look the wrong way. I'll see you again next week.